0: If you like the Maniac and the Loose Scary Stories podcast, please subscribe on whatever platform you listen on. Feel free to leave a nice review too, if you like, and don't be shy about letting other people know about the show. All of these things help us out a ton, and we appreciate it very much. Now let's get to some scary stories. This episode is sponsored by my latest book, Blood Tingling Tales Volume 3. It's only 99 cents or free if you have Kindle Unlimited. Go to slash books or just go to Amazon and search for Blood Tingling Tales Volume 3. If you like scary stories, DO NOT DELIVER I had recently taken a job as a pizza delivery man in a small town in North Carolina. Most of the delivery requests were less than five minutes away. Some were on the outskirts of town, which could be up to a 15-minute drive, and some, were even farther, set back in the deep dark woods that surrounded the little town. We were always short-staffed and extremely busy. The repetition was constant, so after a few months I had the routine down quite well. I mostly delivered pizzas, but I also took calls and worked the counter when I was there and everyone else was preoccupied. It was a Friday night, prime time. The phone was ringing off the hook. The cashiers were swamped, the pizza-makers were in a frenzy, and the manager was running around like a chicken with its head cut off, assisting in any area he could. Since everyone else was preoccupied, I answered the phone. The voice on the other end was old and weathered. Pizza? Uh, yes, what kind of pizza would you like? I want pizza. Okay, and what would you like on your pizza? There was a long, uncomfortable silence, and then the caller hung up. I didn't give the call a second thought, as I took over a cashier for a short bit while the normal cashier assisted in the kitchen. It was about 30 minutes later when the cashier returned and the phone rang again. I answered and heard that same old, rough voice. Pizza. I want. Pizza. What kind of pizza? There was a long pause before they finally answered my question. Cheese. Just a cheese pizza? I waited for confirmation and then I heard the click of them hanging up the phone again. Prank calls were not unusual in the pizza business, but I didn't get the sense that these calls were a joke. They were just… strange. We had two other delivery drivers working that night, and they were killing it, which allowed me to stay in the building. During rush times, the more bodies we had inside, the better. I did my part by continuing to man the phones. Most calls were normal. I'd ask what they wanted, they told me. We'd go over the specifics, and I'd give their ticket to the kitchen. Then I got another call from that same rickety old woman. Pizza. Yes ma'am, you want a pizza. Last time you said cheese pizza, is that correct? Cheese... Yes... Is this for delivery or carry-out? Bring me... my pizza. Okay, delivery. Can I get your address please? Again, a long pause. 100, Cold Creek Lane. Okay, it will be about 20 to 30 minutes. Will you bring it to me? Yes, I will. You will? Do you promise you will bring it to me? Her voice sounded weak and pitiful and held a hint of surprise as if she expected me to deny her order. Yes, ma'am, I I promise. She hung up without saying another word. I punched her information into the system that would ring up the ticket so I could hand it off to the kitchen. Upon entering her address, a large red box with an X through it appeared on the monitor screen with the bold letters that read... Do not deliver. I was confused. I hadn't seen this since I started working there. I wasn't sure what to do, so I hollered back to the manager who was in a rush filling the ovens with pizzas. Hey, someone called in a pizza order, but their address is showing as a do not deliver. What's that all about? The manager kept his focus on the task at hand and quickly rattled back an answer. Just what it says. We don't deliver to that address. I had more questions, such as why an address would be marked as Do Not Deliver, but didn't want to shout back and forth over the buzz of the busy workers, so I left it at that. I would have called the old woman back, but I forgot to get her phone number. Being the upstanding worker that I am, that didn't sit well with me. I imagined the decrepit body that belonged to the voice. She seemed optimistically surprised that she may actually receive the pizza she ordered. In reality, it wasn't coming at all, and I couldn't even call her back to explain. Over the next 30 minutes, I took a large volume of pizza orders. Once things finally started to slow down, I received another call from the old woman. She sounded sad. Where is my pizza? I wasn't sure how to break the news to her that her address was flagged as DO NOT DELIVER. I'm sorry ma'am, there was a problem with your address. Her sad, tearful voice interrupted me. You you, promised me. You promised me. <laughs> you promised me. <laughs> with that I heard the click of her hanging up the phone, and I felt horrible. I hurried back to the kitchen, cooked a cheese pizza to perfection, and hopped into my vehicle. I was going to make this old woman's day by delivering this pizza to her personally, free of charge. I had never heard of Cold Creek Lane before, and neither did my GPS, as it took me down a dead-end street in the middle of nowhere. The street I was on was canopied by sinister-looking, shadowy trees. The road ended at what once may have been some kind of driveway but now was nothing more than a muddy path littered with overgrowth of trees and brush i was about to end my attempt at being a good samaritan when up ahead at the end of the muddled path in front of me i can make out the looming shadow of a house that appeared as decrepit as that old woman sounded The moonlight cast a subtle glow upon the foreboding structure or I wouldn't have realized it was even there. I could see that cobwebs blanketed the various shattered holes in the windows. There were several pieces of rotted siding hanging by the thread of a nail, just waiting to splinter to the ground. The roof appeared slightly off-kilter, likely due to its foundation decaying away. There was no way anybody lived here. That's what I was thinking when I saw the soft flicker of a candle in one of the upstairs windows. And then I heard the distant, familiar voice. Bring me my pizza. It was her. I fought my way through the entanglement of overgrowth down what was likely once a magnificent drive to the dark, sinister-looking house. I stood outside a decomposing front door that was hanging crooked from crumbling hinges. The door was permanently open, pushed in such a position by the birth of several small trees that had snaked their way up through the rotting porch. At least I knew I was at the correct address. 100 Cold Creek Lane was stenciled across the rusty house-mounted mailbox. I stepped inside the dwelling and was met by a moldy stench. I could hear the chirps of rats and their sharp nails clicking against the floor as they scattered in various directions. Hello? Are you here? I expected a response, but got none. I'm here with your pizza. I made it myself, and it's on me silence i could smell the smoldering wax from the candle that i witnessed outside i carefully followed the scent up a staircase making sure to check each rickety step for strength before putting all of my weight on it eventually i winded my way up the stairs and can see the glow of the candle shining from underneath a door at the end of the hall are you there Still no response. So I started toward the door. With each step I took, the floorboards shrieked as if offended by my weight. As I got closer to the door, the stink of death began to fill the air. I had the urge to turn and run at that point, but I had come this far. I was going to see this thing through. I pushed the door open and its rusty hinges squawked. I let out a gasp and dropped the pizza to the floor when I saw it. An old, leathery woman. Her head was tilted back in an unnatural position, and her open eyes were wide and lifeless. I let out a scream, and at that moment the decrepit woman's head jerked around in my direction, and she fixed her frosty eyes upon me. I turned and ran. I never looked back. I fought my way through the overgrowth around the menacing house, imagining the eerie woman coming after me. I didn't even look back in my rearview mirror once I reached my car in fear of what I'd see behind me. I raced back to the pizza place and burst into the kitchen in a huff. The employees could see I was in distress and huddled around me, helping me to a chair and handing me a glass of water. The manager bent down next to me. He could see how frazzled I was and instructed me to take several deep breaths. Eventually, I calmed down enough for him to ask me what happened. As I began telling of my experience, the manager stopped me when I mentioned the address of 100 Cold Creek Lane. 100 Cold Creek Lane? Yes. He let out a relieved breath and chuckled. <laughs> I'm afraid you got duped by some frank callers. They call up here all the time ordering pizza to be delivered to 100 Cold Creek Lane. They think it's amusing after what happened there. I was confused. Wh- what do you mean? What-, what happened there? An old woman choked to death on a piece of pizza at that house about 30 years ago. It's now local lore and the kids like to order pizzas to that address. We have that address flagged as Do Not Deliver on the computer. You should have seen it. I nodded. I I did, but I went there anyway. As stupid as I felt, I was more relieved by the fact that what I experienced was nothing more than a prank. So, so that old woman in the house, I guess she was in on the joke as well, huh? The employees all started looking around at each other, puzzled. What house? 100 Cold Creek Lane, that that old, creepy house. The manager stared at me with a perplexed expression. There is no house at 100 Cold Creek Lane. They tore that place down decades ago. Much like a plate of liver and fava beans, followed with a nice Chianti, my latest book, Blood Tingling Tales, Volume 3, is ready to be consumed. It's only 99 cents, or free if you have Kindle Unlimited. Go to maniacontheloose.com books, or... Go to Amazon.com and search for Blood Tingling Tales.